We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 274 On this episode we've got a ton of cancellation and renewal news And then we'll be talking about the latest Orphan Black The season finales of The Big Bang Theory and The Good Wife And the series finale of Revenge plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 274. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com for two weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm uh, Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com for, I don't know, like 274. <laughs> <laughs> not not exactly weeks in a row, but episodes in a row. Uh and uh, joining us this week is... I'm Carla Day from Buddy TV and TV Die Hard. Welcome, Carla. Hello. You picked a good one, man. We have so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jumping right into the news because there's so much. BBC America has renewed Orphan Black for a fourth season. Yay! Yay! I know. I'm, I'm happy about that, too, because I like that show a lot. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, I like hearing about it, you know, where... You're just into the season, and there's no, you know, waiting till weeks after or something like that. Yeah. To, <laughs> just... Exactly. Now we're going to jump into all of the network stuff, and there's a ton of it. Okay, ABC first. ABC has canceled Christella, Forever, Resurrection, and Revenge, which we said we talk, we'll talk about the series finale. ABC has renewed American Crime, America's Funniest Some Videos, The Bachelor, Beyond the Tank, which hasn't even premiered yet, Blackish, or has it? Castle, Dancing with the Stars, Fresh Off the Boat, Gallivant, which we'll get to it, uh, The Goldbergs, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, Last Man Standing, Marvel's Agents of, or Marvel's Agent Carter, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Middle, Modern Family, Nashville, Once Upon a Time, Scandal, Secrets and Lies, and Shark Tank. That's the thing when ABC waits till the very end to announce everything, then you end up with a list like that. Yes. They canceled every. They renewed everything but Christella Forever, Resurrection, and Revenge. Uh, CBS has canceled Battle Creek, The McCarthys, and Stalker, while renewing The Amazing Race, Blue Bloods, Criminal Minds, CSI Cyber, Elementary, The Good Wife, Hawaii Five-O, NCIS, NCIS, Los Angeles, The Odd Couple, Person of Interest, Survivor, and Undercover Boss. Other things were already announced earlier in the year. Wait, Person of Interest was renewed? Yeah, that was this afternoon. Oh, I missed that. Okay, awesome. So they, they finally, like, because, like, Hawaii Five-0 was still outstanding, Good Life, like, all this stuff was still randomly held until today. And then they then they announced, like, a big, a whole bunch of stuff, but then, like, Person of Interest and uh, still, like, still wasn't on that list, and then they announced that, and... Yeah. And they're still so, trying to figure out what they're, what they're, how they're going to end CSI. Which it sounds like, and Anthony's, I don't know how to say his last name, Zoicker, the creator of CSI, he has been tweeting, like, every time somebody writes about the two-hour series finale that the wrap-up is coming, like, he's tweeting about, he tweets the article. So to me, I think that's like, <laughs> him saying, like, that's pretty much what's happening. <laughs> Where he's not tweeting, like, this, not so fast. <laughs> so I don't know. So that's... CBS. 
Yeah, they'll be either, I suppose, a, some sort of a short season or a two-hour. Yeah, know. certainly not a full season. Hopefully, for, because they didn't do it for Law & Order, I hope that they're able to wrap up CSI because it's been on for 13 years, something like that. Uh, well, it also was like one of their – it wasn't just – you know, it's not just that it ran 13 years. It was one of the biggest shows. It's know, really at, like at the time. show that got CBS kind of back. Yeah, into what they into you know. everything. I remember critics like totally railing on CSI, and I loved it. And that actually is one of the shows that got me interested in like in writing and talking about television more. Yeah, I mean, it was a. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but to think back. That there was actually a period of time on Thursday nights, like about 10 years ago, where Grey's Anatomy and CSI were on at the same time on opposite channels, and they were both getting like 25 million people to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like the first procedural that was not like a Law & Order type. Because mm -hmm. they really delved into... Not as much, but you did get some personal life from the people that you didn't, you still don't get as much. Well, you do maybe on SVU, but you know what I mean? Right. So that's CBS. CW has canceled The Messengers after like three airings and has finally <laughs> officially announced the Heart of Dixie season finore, season finore. <laughs> the Heart of Dixie season four finale was its last, which we all knew, the writers knew, the actors thanked all of their fans after the show ended. <laughs> like, there was no surprise, but they held it until the very latest minute of time. It seemed like they would have wanted have advertised it as the series finale. Well, I mean, they just didn't care anymore. I mean, ABC Why waste even, the money on advertising it? Yeah, but, I mean, ABC even did, like, a week early saying that Revenge was officially canceled before they announced everything else just so that you could you would know that it was the series finale. Seriously, it should have been more than a week. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you're going to cancel a show that was on for four seasons, maybe, I don't know, give it more than a week's notice? I don't know. And they've also, CW has renewed iZombie, which was, and pardon the pun that I saw a million people make, it was a no-brainer. It was their highest-rated new show, besides <laughs> The oh, Flash sorry. or whatever. It was doing really good numbers, even behind reruns of The Flash. Um, so it was kind of, and it's grown on me. I still hate her chapped lips and her bad hair, but I'm growing. It's growing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I have very particular issues with it. Uh, Fox has canceled Backstrom, the following, the Mindy Project, which sounds like it's definitely going to Hulu based on how cheeky Mindy has been online. Um, Mulaney, which... <laughs> Whatever. Red Band <laughs> Society and Weird Loners, but it doesn't sound like they told the cast of Weird Loners they've been canceled. <laughs> because Zach Knighton tweeted, I guess we're canceled, and he didn't really know. He said, Fox hasn't called me, but I'm going to assume we're canceled. I do like that they waited forever to finally announce officially Mulaney? that Mulaney yeah. and Red Band Society yes. were canceled. Guys, that's, yeah, they were canceled the minute they premiered. Um, Fox has renewed American Idol for a 15th and final season. And once again, it was technically canceled, but I don't think ending a series after 15 successful <laughs> years counts as American Idol has been canceled. I, that bothers even... They use canceled, like, even for revenge. I don't exactly. think that that's canceled. I mean, it came to its conclusion. 
Exactly. Well, I think, people, I, yeah. yeah, even when you see like headlines that say American Idol pulled or something like that, or, uh, or it's like, yeah, it'll be pulled after 15th season. But the headlines all make it sound like it's not coming back like this year, <laughs> you know, like it's already been There's canceled. only one episode left this year, the finale. Yeah. But I mean, like in the next run of stuff, it made it sound like this is going to be the end or something. And yeah. I was like, like uh, calm down, a way to create hysteria. <laughs> and then they've also renewed Bones, Family Guy, and The Simpsons. But the yeah the uh, but the American Idol thing it's still kind of big news because like you know like a CSI it was the big you know it was the biggest thing on TV like a decade ago. Yes, I'm not convinced we've seen the last of American Idol. I think at some point in the near future it will come back in some format. Well, it it just seems to me that all of these sort of all of these singing competition shows. It just seems like pretty soon you have to have, like, dried up the market of people willing to come in and, and try and get on these shows or or that are good enough to get on these shows. Like, this final season's going to do so well that they'll, like, bring it back or something, you know, like, in some format. Or it'll crash and they won't. <laughs> well, it does have more of a – it does have more of a type of a show that it seems like, you know, in a few years or something like that – yeah, like they could reboot it successfully after giving it a little bit of a break. Yeah, where maybe, you know, a few things have gone away you know, or something and you, you, uh, you know, you, you bring it back with, a, you know, like a 20th anniversary season or something like five years right. after or something or right. something like Just that. Just to give it a break because it, it probably it really does need one. So that's Fox. And then... NBC has canceled About a Boy, Constantine, Marry Me, One Big Happy, The Slap, and State of Affairs, which, don't worry, guys, which, okay, I liked State of Affairs, and I watched the whole season, but Katie Heigl's like, we're shopping it to other networks. No one wants to work with her. It's not going to go to another network. And they've renewed The Biggest Loser, The Mysteries of Laura, The Yay! Undateable for an all-live third season, and The Voice. And there's my answer to who is still watching the mysteries of Laura, Carla. It's Carla. <laughs> Actually, I will confess I have not been watching. I, I just ha- ran out of time, but I will catch up on it because it's just a fun, cute little show. I might go back and watch it knowing it's coming back. And then, like, I'm not exhausting any efforts watching something that's going to, you know, who right. knows. Maybe, maybe it's a nice summer show to get cut, you know, caught up on. Um, plus, they're going to retool it, it sounds like, for season two um, and maybe focus more on the work life and less on the her being this frazzled mom cop or whatever. Yeah, cop more, mom. more, more uh, being a cop mom than a mom cop. Yes. So that's that with that little line of fire reference for everybody. Okay. What canceled show or shows will you miss most? Um, I really got into Cristela. I really liked Forever, so those two, to me, were really upsetting. Loved About a Boy, loved Marry Me, so those two are very upsetting. Otherwise, it's kind of like, I, but I'm not heartbroken about it. Like, those are, sh- those are shows that I know that actors will probably find other stuff to do. So I'm not as concerned. Yeah, I think for me, probably Christella and uh, Marry Me, just because I thought that that cast really on Marry Me really gelled together. I agree with that. By the by, the end of their run and yeah, uh, Christella was I I really liked her. She's very, <laughs> she's very funny and she got better 
over the course of the series, you know, because you go for from sure. being just a stand up to having to do some acting within your line delivery. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a different format, but uh, I, I like that show. Uh, and then forever. Uh, I, I like, you know, procedurals that have some sort of an, a twist to them, you know, and the, you know, this twist being, you know, immortality and, but it sort of had, it sort of came to a first season finale that you could keep going, but it also, it also felt like they knew the writing was on the wall and they kind of. I don't really think they did. I don't know. It just felt like they cleaned up, you know, like the big Adam stuff. They, they, they sort of put that in a place where they could bring it back, but they could, but it also felt I, kind of close. The other thing is, I think they were finally hitting their stride. Yeah, but I, I think it, I think it ends in a decent way that it doesn't feel, you know, they didn't leave some sort of big cliffhanger or something like sure, that. Sure. I mean, so. except did he tell her the story? Well, it was a long story. Uh, yeah. But those, those are probably. I mean, some other ones like. It's funny. My parents had an argument yesterday just about that question. <laughs> like whether and like, it lasted like thirty seconds because my mom goes, "Of course, didn't you list, watch the end?" And my dad just shook his head. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, I think the <laughs> only other one <laughs> was uh, the Mindy Project, but that being one that uh, it's sort of surprising that it's made it this long, and that right. it sounds like it's still going to be around. So not, yeah. so it wasn't a. He- wasn't as big a disappointment because it has been around for a little bit. Right. But yeah, those are the those are the main ones on the cancellation front. Uh, pretty much everything else that uh you know that got canceled like I watched Battle Creek and Backstrom and the following. Right. No, I'm with uh, but, you. But you know, not not a big deal that they got canceled. Uh would I have watched some of those if they had gone into a second season? Yeah, probably, but and like you said, state of affairs. Like I thought, it was actually pretty good. And and right. uh, I would have watched another episode if it came back. But not a surprise that it's uh, uh, that it's not not coming back. Well, Carla, did anybody did any like really upset um, you that was canceled? Or I also watched State of Affairs, but I'm not particularly heartbroken. It's not coming back. It's kind of one of those where maybe I'm a little relieved because I would have kept watching it. <laughs> not, totally, I totally. <laughs> you know, they did you and, a favor? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a little sad because I kind of wanted to know who was in the car that was driving towards her at the end, and I would have liked to have seen like one more episode at least to kind yeah. of close out that story but i'm i'm okay with it not coming back and the other one i'm not too heartbroken because i still kind of believe it could end up on the schedule somewhere um is constantine you know i did like that and i think that has a lot of stories still left to tell but i'm not convinced it won't show up somewhere yeah it, me either i mean WB seems really behind it. All of the WB actors seem really behind it. I mean, to come me, on, it just Joseph seems Morgan like... and Stephen Amell and, I mean, um, William Shatner, they've all said they'll guest star. Now, whether that's just Warner Brothers TV's marketing ploy, I don't know. But, but that strikes me as, like... That would be awesome. Just, they're true, like, fan guys who like the world they're in, who support the show. Like, knowing Stephen Amell even a little bit, that's just how he is. Like, he's right. totally like, no, I want to see the show succeed. So that's, you know, that's pretty cool. And I, 
it does sound like it has quite a built-in audience. So I don't know. I'm surprised that, not that it was canceled because the ratings weren't great, but I'm surprised that, I don't know, that it was not well received or whatever. Given NBC's problem that they only renewed one of their new shows from last year, I'm surprised they didn't bring it back for at least 13 as a filler, if nothing else. Right. Or a summer show. But maybe it'll end up like, I mean, TNT is doing Teen Titans. So, you know, maybe that would be an option, though they have a lot of stuff coming. And I mean, I guess sci-fi is out, but that would have been an interesting. It should end up on Chiller. Killer? What's that? No, Chiller. Oh, Chiller. Chiller. It's like but killer. I repeat, Chiller, what's that? No, I mean, I know of Chiller Network, but to me, I, don't I only have think it, of Chiller so. as like the, some, the more cheesy movies, even more cheesy than sci-fi. Or, you know, El Rey. But it's the more horror side of things, and that's... Yeah, there are so many places it could go. Like, I think truly. El Rey would be a but good I think fit. That's the, I think that's the interesting thing, though, these days with uh, the way the networks are doing things and, uh, you know, and a lot of stuff... You know, even, you know, like in A&E and, and some of the cable networks, they're all about producing their own stuff. Yeah. And so when you're, when you're a Warner Brothers television and you produce something that doesn't do something, you know, that doesn't do like Arrow or Flash does for uh, the CW, then, you know, it's hard to, you know, for a network to, you know, because NBC's only way to make money off of that show is for selling ads during it. And if yeah. nobody's watching it, it's, you know. Well, that's why it would have to end up on the CW if they, because that's where the studio is. But I don't know that, I mean, they have no room for anything unless it was brought as a summer show. But, I mean, the, even fewer people watch CW in the summer than do during the year. Right. You know, they get a, you know, you don't, you don't want to see that uh, Beauty and the Beast, Constantine, two hour, like two hour Monday. Oh my God, Beating the Beast. How's that show still on? It makes some money. On for another season and another season after that. I am interested to see how it does on the su- in the summer. Like, I know, because this is their first, like, really big foray into, like, having a drama on in the summer. So maybe it'll work out for them, and that could be a whole kind of different world that they go into. Well, they had it for six episodes last summer, and it did decent. Did it? Well, and they reworked it. I th- hopefully they've learned from some of the mistakes in season two, so that when it comes back, it is a little bit more what people I don't know, just better written. And say what we might about like certain. I mean, CW is letting shows find. I mean, maybe not the messengers, but you know, like they're really trying to let shows find an audience before doing away with them. Like Rain is horribly under like it's not rated well at all but well but that's because, really wants to make it work and it's a cbs that's because of the netflix deal though i mean there's a netflix deal this is the last season this is the last um season of the netflix deal so oh, okay. th- so that's why pretty much everything got renewed huh these are things i don't always know or pay attention to so that what okay, so what renewal most surprised us? For me, a hundred percent, without question, it is Galavant. Yeah, that's probably It has been off the air for five months basically, and no one has talked about it. And 
I thought it was canceled by the second airing. Yeah, it didn't seem like it did well enough, even though it sort of fit with the giving the, you know, once upon a time a, a break in the middle of the season and having something else new to put there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems to sort of, you know, kind of fit, but it, yeah, it didn't seem like it did well enough ratings wise or that it got enough like critical acclaim or people yeah. behind it that uh, or that even people were talking about it at the time. So that one that one seemed uh that one It might it, be cheap though. I mean, yeah, maybe that's I don't know. The, you have Alan and it's a gap programming. Although maybe it has And the music, if they sell the music, they make money from that. Well, maybe so. it has some sort of uh, it, does it have some sort of also like foreign deal? Yeah, I believe so. So you know, it may be like it it got renewed, but there's a you know more of a partnership thing there. So you know, they're not footing the whole bill type of thing. And so for I what... heard, I saw somebody joke that maybe it was just Alan Menken, and he's just like funding the whole thing, <laughs> just in case he doesn't get his egot this year with the, like a because uh, he's he wrote all the music and um, he's only a an e away from an egot. So. <laughs> They're like, Alan Menken's doing it so that he gets his awards. Like, I wouldn't doubt it. But Paul Lee does love his, the hit show, and that's all I've... Uh, Paul Lee talked about that a lot last year. You know what else surprised me? The Mysteries of Laura. Just because it was so horribly panned, but people stuck with it. And they couldn't afford... I, you're right. They couldn't afford to get rid of every new show. Yeah, I think that, I think, I think that may be a, where a sort of... Uh, I, I think that's sort of what... You know, keeps uh, some things around uh, occasionally because I don't because even you know like the night shift or undateable aren't doing you know fantastic numbers, uh, but but the mysteries of Laura that one seemed to it was panned at the beginning, and then it seemed to disappear like you never heard anything about it. But you know what, the people that panned it didn't actually watch it. Oh, I watched it. Well, they didn't continue to watch it. Generally, but, they watched yeah. like. The first episode was not at all like the series in general. I think they only sent out the pilot. So a lot of people didn't have a chance to watch. And then didn't like throughout the year, they offered other shows. Like, I don't think that there was ever like a preview sent. Like there was never an episode of the Mysteries of Laura besides the pilot really up on their screener site. Right. So it was like, well, why would we bother if you're not going to kind of make something? Yeah, I think that's also a flaw with some of the network stuff. And the way that they, you know, they just send out pilots. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, you know, usually by the time a season's getting close to starting, they've got more than just the pilot in the can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're not way ahead. It's not, not like a not like a cable show who, who's likely to have already finished it you know, by the time they actually airs or something like right. that. Uh, but uh, the, the, they don't send you – they don't they don't give critics – more than just and in more than just the pilot, and then this day and age with so many things out there to give you only one thing that might not be so good as what to judge from. You're basically shooting yourself in the yeah, foot. Yeah, you're not giving you're not you're not even giving it a your, yourself a chance when it's when it's something that's not instantly great and instantly great pilots are tough to begin with anyway. It's true. And uh, so I, I don't know. They need to. Although I don't know what the numbers continued to be, like I didn't really pay attention to like what the ratings were for Mysteries of Laura, but I don't know. Maybe just uh, NBC wanted to keep that uh, Women Crush Wednesday thing going, which seems to be working. 
And I wonder if they could somehow now, if they're going to try some kind of uh, crossover between that and, I mean, sure, Mystery Zolara doesn't quite go along with Chicago PD and SVU as far as darkness goes. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe Laura will show up in Chicago. That'd be cool. We'd I mean, her. it's working for them for all their other Chicago shows, which I'm actually excited about Chicago Med. I'm a big fan of the Chicago shows. Except I typed Chicago Code about it earlier today, and I got really upset. <laughs> oh, man, that's I love the Chicago Code so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a little surprised that American Crime got renewed. I was, too. The ratings weren't that great. And, I mean, the, I mean, the actors on the show and the creative forces behind it are so well known. And I know it's kind of an anthology, so it'll tell another story next year. I think that's the reason. It just, I don't know this story. It didn't pull me in and it actually turned me off at the beginning. So I just, it was like, this isn't my thing. So I didn't watch it. And um, the American public in general also decided not to watch it. Very true. So I was a little surprised that, it was renewed, but because it is an anthology, maybe they'll learn uh, from their mis- the mistake of what theme they chose or case or whatever and yeah. draw a bigger audience next year. But I was a little surprised that got renewed. I guess that was a case of like wanting to have all the names involved because there are so many great, like Felicity Hoffman and Timothy Hutton, you, you kind of, you don't want to not, because if it's an anthology, they can come back in a different story. Um, right, and the writers obviously are of high quality, so they don't want to kind of sour on that. And maybe they don't want to have only Shonda Rhimes dramas on all the time. <laughs> Good point. Um, Although the the Shonda Thursday has, has been it worked out really amazing. well for them. Yes. Uh, what renewal are you happiest about? And that's the thing. I'm not. There's nothing for me that I felt like. Oh, I'm so nervous this won't be renewed because like. For me, it's like the comedy is on ABC. I kind of knew everything was coming back. Well, see, I kind of felt like I wasn't 100% sure that Fresh Off the Boat would. I figured it would, but I was really happy when it did get picked up because I was heartbroken over some of the the um, cancellations of comedy last year. But I really yeah. liked Fresh Off the Boat, and I don't watch a lot of comedies. I was so, so happy to see that that went somewhere like that it it had i was afraid it would be like a trophy wife exactly done which i was devastated when that got yeah it's devastated like feeling this season than i did last season because to me it's like i'm certainly happy that agent carter got renewed because i really like it and i'm very happy fresh off the boat got renewed and secrets and lies was a surprise to me i i like that enough like so there's things that i'm like oh i'm happily surprise but and and last year i was so much more excited for undateable than i am this year and that's just because i don't know it was such an underdog and now it's their only veteran comedy right i don't know how did that happen how did that happen i don't know i think people have faith in bill lawrence and i think that they were very impressed by the live show it helps and and it helps that those guys are so good in front of live audiences like that's how they made their money or make their money. So they're much right. less likely to, you know, screw up or something. Well, I think a lot of it you hear that coming out of those, the filming of those shows is that 
it's really great to be in the studio audience. Yes, exactly. Because they're all trying to like mess each other up and and uh, and doing a lot of that stuff. Anyways, uh, uh, did they use the uh, did they use the uh, you you look like the ugly guy from Whitney on the East Coast version? No, they used you've put on ten pounds since we started shooting. <laughs> Good. Cause, and then and then uh, he was like, I don't know, I I never watched that show, but uh, yeah, <laughs> this side, which is but... another thing, they're very good at improv, and a lot of times they like it takes them so long to shoot an episode because those guys just riff and riff and riff, and they're all truly like spending time with them. They are all truly best friends. Like they, it's like you would really be picking on like your brothers and your friends, and it's just like I think it's hysterical. Yeah, I'm I'm happy and Dateable is going to be back and and I I like the idea of the of doing something different. Yeah. Uh, that you know nobody's done I think it was uh what I see the last rock. time anybody did was rock in like 92 or something like that was that they did a full live season. So, you know, it's a it's a different take. I think they're they'll be good at that. Yeah. Uh, but I think for me the one the one that I'm happiest about is Agent Carter cuz that was the one I think out of everything that got renewed, it was the one that I was least sure was coming back. Yeah, that type of thing. I would so, agree with that. Uh, on the, on a lot of the things, there's plenty of things that got renewed that I'm happy are coming back. But I think I'm happiest about Agent Carter because it it seemed like it was really, you know, more of a fifty fifty shot of you know there was for sure that it that it might not come back. So that would be that would be the one for me. What about you, Carla? I don't really have any... No, it's so weird this year, because I'm like, there's nothing that I was down to the wire, so worried that it would be not renewed. Like, nothing to me is just is out of the ordinary or yeah. weird. like somebody asked me on Twitter, like, what... I mean, was probably there anything fresh I was off the boat, for? I And that's more just because you, you like it so much yeah. that... Yeah, exactly. But for me, like, I like fresh off the boat, too, but from everything I had read or seen, it seemed like it was doing really you know well for that hour right right uh, and that it, it just seemed so un- to me it just seemed unlikely that it wasn't going to get uh renewed right and you know some of some of the stuff like that it just uh you know like like i was saying somebody asked me on twitter like well what shows are are you like still waiting to hear about or something like that and i was like well i'm waiting to hear about you know like the good wife and elementary and person of but not, interest, but, but not in a. I'm worried about it. Yeah, kind but of I, way. I there was there wasn't anything that I was like that those weren't going to be coming back. Yeah, I mean, could person of interest be somewhere something on the you know closer to it comes back for a short season, or could it you know could the next season be a final season type of thing? Sure, you know, is is all possibilities, but uh, there were there wasn't really you know it just seemed like not very likely that it wasn't going to come back. So there was, you know, there was a lot of stuff like that where I was just waiting to officially hear, but I, exactly. I wasn't worried about uh, anything. Like I said, I think the only thing I was sort of worried might not that was on the bubble was Agent Carter, and then it got picked up. So I'll say, like, I would probably, uh, uh, other than fresh off the boat, I'd probably say I Zombie. I had no doubt it would be renewed, but I was really, ex- I was like ecstatic when it was renewed. Right. Totally. So much of the stuff I really love was already renewed early, so. Yeah, like, 
Like, uh, yeah, like the CW had pretty much renewed everything. Right. <laughs> so early on, like back in January or whatever. And, and yeah, a lot of the other stuff, because the CW is, is usually the one that you're more waiting Exactly. They because, always go to the, like, cause they the would very announce, end of the day. Well, they would announce, like, they would announce, like, the no-brainer ones, like, early on, you know, like a Vampire Diaries, you know, early, you know. Or something like that, like early yeah. on. But some of the other, you know, like a Jane the Virgin or Rain, you know, or I yeah, still don't know why Rain got renewed. Stuff. You know, some of those things you would you would be like waiting till you know this time of year to be uh, actually you know finally finding out about them for sure. And so, yeah, there were so many things that were announced long ago. And I can say I'm very happy that Revenge is ending or ended. I was ready for that to end. Yeah, it just needs to. There are so many shows that go on. I mean, I think Revenge went way too past its prime, but there are so many shows that go so past it that it's like, I need this show to be over. It needs to go away. Yep. So that is the, our conversation about our news so far. Yes, that's, that's right. We'll keep everybody posted on what comes next for, oh, I don't know, CSI, I think that's the only outstanding. Yeah, well... There, I mean, will they be back or whatever? They they still have uh, NBC still has uh, whatever they're airing now on Sundays with the AD or whatever and yeah and uh, I'd like to see American Odyssey come back. I really do like that, but I those are the only others that haven't had a, any official word on what direction they're going yet. So as of right. uh, as of starting this podcast, so so yeah, that's. That's a, a lot of news. It's a think, lot to take in. I think next week we'll take a brief look at, you know, they'll, well, by the end of the week they'll have all the the new stuff announced and what the schedules are going to look like. And right. we'll probably take a brief look at that next week. But uh, other than that, there, uh, there probably won't be <laughs> – there probably won't be like hardly any news next week. It's I know. Like, it's going to be like crickets because there's only like one like, what else? show not final. <laughs> You'll be like, well, we finally heard about CSI. <laughs> <laughs> In big news, CSI. Prime time. So we're going to jump to The Big Bang Theory. Season 8, episode 24, The Commitment Determination, season finale. I mean... What? <laughs> I mean, okay. So we saw them kiss once, and then all of a sudden they sometimes make out on the couch, which to me was like weird, because I didn't know they had gotten to that point. Um, this is Amy and Sheldon I'm talking about. But it's like, I don't really know how I feel about how this episode went. Okay, did the ring not just seem like totally out of like yeah, nowhere? Totally out of nowhere, totally out of character. He's he's inept with human interaction. Why would he all <laughs> of a sudden like have a ring? That's the thing that still gets me though, is is I I know he said he was He's gotten better with sarcasm. Maybe you should try that. Uh, but, but yeah, for such a smart guy, he's still completely oblivious as to why she would have been mad <laughs> that right. he was thinking about the flash. And, like, doesn't pick up on it at all then. I don't know. The ring I, The ring to me almost seemed like it was just because they wanted to make the, well, Gollum, you know all about rings <laughs> joke. The only, I mean, the only thing that would have made it make a little bit more sense to me is if somehow he referenced like the fact that his mother brought the ring or something since, you know, she was there sure. the week before. 
I mean, if they would have tied it somehow into that, maybe it would have made a little more sense. But just to, like, all of a sudden pull out a ring and be like, oh, what am I going to do with this now? It's like, it felt, it rang false to me. It totally did. And then my other thing that totally rang false was, why did it all of a sudden have to come up that Leonard technically cheated on her years ago? Like, what? That felt like, okay, we need some kind of other thing to introduce to their relationship to make them not get married. See, that didn't bother me because that seemed like a total Leonard thing to do, that he would, like, that he was getting nervous about the fact that all of a sudden they were going to get married in Las Vegas. And so he picked, like, the one thing that was kind of grating at him that he could, you know, that he felt any sort of guilt about. Sure. And wanted to come clean. Like, to me, that seemed like a pretty natural thing for someone to do to sab- like self-sabotage. And she called him out on it, but it also just seemed like a very Leonard thing. So that one I didn't sure. really have a problem with. I did love the trying to get rid of Stuart and then they just couldn't. And then it was his <laughs> yeah. birthday. Like, just so many things. That was funny to me. I don't well, know. they do I need the to get rid of him. overstate its welcome for me. I would agree. And it's still going to be, re- it's still renewed for two more seasons. Did they do a double renewal again? Last year was three years. So they're renewed through 2017. Interesting. Well, they Which, have to, somebody's got to get married at some point then, right? Yeah, I mean, or break them up completely forever. But you can't do that if you're going to be on the show for two more years. Right. I don't know. What else? Emily and Raj, she's crazy. Yeah, yeah they've turned they they've turned that character into way more like way more bizarre than she seems than we might have thought she was. She's only got, she was always the, bizarre from the get. Well, she was always bizarre, but I feel like they just every I don't time know, we they amp it up her, each time. They amp it, which is fine. <laughs> like they totally need a totally weird character like that. Um, but still, I just thought. Sonny's like, no, I'm not trying to break up with you. I love you. It's like <laughs> only Raj would get himself into this situation because he hasn't talked to women for his whole life. And now he has to end something with a woman. And he's like, well, how's that going to work? I'm not going to be able to do that. I don't know. Or it just, just have sex in the cemetery. Yes. Creepy. Creepy. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's, I think it's overstated. It's welcome for me. I still and enjoy it. That's not that. I, not to say that I. Pro- I mean, I probably will keep watching it because I don't hate it. We're not in a situation where it's like, oh, I can't stand the show. I never want to see it again. Like that's not how it is. It's just that you know, it's certainly not a show I catch up on right away, like I do, say, Mom, which grew on me and is now one of my favorites. I don't understand why it's still like. It's amazing to me that after this many seasons, America's still totally, like, on board with this show. That it's still in the... That it's still... In, in, it's such an old show, and it's... That, like, network-wise, it's, it's like yeah. it and, and NCIS are still, like, the highest rated... Oh, God. Yes. Uh, ...shows on, on the networks. Uh, at least uh, overall ratings, but, you know, Big Bang Theory does really Excuse well me, what about Empire... Oh, that's true. Empire. Empire was Empire was big in the demo. It didn't have. It didn't have the. Oh yes, it did. At the yes, end, it did. It had 15, every week. It got like, yeah, well, it kept getting bigger and bigger. People. But 
but for I'm talking like consistently, you know, every episode is, for, you know, still for Big Bang Theory and is still that those high numbers. That's uh, true. I will be interested to see what what Empire does in its twelfth season. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You know, I'm for comparison's sake, I'm interested to see if it can keep it up in the in the in the second season. Yeah. And that's not to knock Empire. It's just where can you go when you've done so much? Well, it's it, some. Well, some of these types of things, it, lots of different shows, they fall into these. Uh, you know, like a scandal where you start. Each, you know, you get you keep getting bigger and bigger with the story that you're telling or the twist that you throw in, and it's hard to keep topping yourself. Yeah, and and hold and also. You know, and hold people's interest, and not get to the point where somebody just goes, "Oh, that's ridiculous," right? You know? <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, so it it those type of shows, it's always interesting to see how you know it it may be a spectacular like two or three season run, you know, type of thing before it peters out. But it'll also be interesting to see, you know, are they going to try and do. You know, something like Empire, are they going to try and do like 22 next year or are they going to keep it No, shorter? Empire's 18 next year. So. But there's two, nine two episodes. episodes. Yeah. 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 So that, you know, maybe that'll, that'll help by, you know, not to do it. But, but for Big Bang Theory, I don't know. I, it's, it's just, I think the thing about it is it's easy to watch and it's consistently gives you some laughs. Uh, You, you don't have to, you know. You don't have to be totally paid attention to it. You can have it on in the background. It has uh, become a yeah, that's true. It's definitely a background show for and, me. Uh, uh, you can you know you don't have to be super paying attention to it to get uh, everything that's going on, and it it really is you know that easy. You know, I just got got home from work and finished dinner. I need to you know chill out for a little bit, just relax your brain for a half an hour, uh, type of thing. I still watch it, but like you said, Amory, it's not one of the first things off the DVR or whatever for that night. Orphan Black, Season 3, Episode 4, Newer Elements of Our Defense. I watched this episode. I am not sh- It felt like a bit of a filler episode to me. Is that weird to say? No. I just want to know, know, is Mark like, how many lives does Mark have? Exactly. Very good question. Because, seriously. Like, every time you think he's going to die, there he he is again. Exactly. Yeah, because I I thought for sure she, like, was shooting him, not just... Well, she certainly walked away like she shot him point blank in the head. Yeah, like... (laughs) Well, yeah, and then you go, oh, and he's like, what? Like, she shot him in the leg, and and then, you know, from a distance, and then goes right in, and then she just shoots him, like, not not just in the stomach, but like over on the side, you know, on, yeah. You know, with with a rifle from like a couple feet away, and then you know the other guys show up and he, she tells them to go get him. Like all of a sudden, she needed him for some reason, or it just it that didn't make any sense. It was uh, that was that was weird. Yes. I don't know. I I just I still really like the show. But I found myself like, what is going on? I don't understand. And why are we focusing so much on like not our sis, you know, the sisters? And I understand they need to know the brothers and they need to 
Like, that has to happen. Well, that so, was an interesting wonder... thing, though, to find out is that they're they're from they're from siblings. It wasn't played like oh I don't know the way they played oh we're brother and sister like to me it just felt like it should have been a bigger reveal or like I don't know it was weird. It just it was almost like it was just like oh let's have dinner and just chat and say oh we're brother and sister okay let's move on like they yeah. never yeah it never seemed like there was that um it was never grandiose or like that it's a major deal or they haven't really talked about what that means. Right. Exactly. I mean, what's what's the importance of that? Very good question. That I don't so know. I do like Allison's new former beau. Oh my god. I loved that scene <laughs> of the two of them in the car. They the two of them had instant chemistry that I was like, I want this to happen. I love Donnie. I love Donnie now. I felt so bad for Donnie because I love Donnie now too. Yes, exactly. But, but I wanted Chatwin, to like, like was totally get with him anyways. Something was so good about what Justin Chatwin was doing in that scene. I just finally liked at the end of the scene where she just like jumps back into business mode and she's like, you know, if we do this, I can double your weight yeah. <laughs> that yep. the kid was doing. You know, I, was like... I just love her. I, that's She's my favorite clone. Yeah, and the the whole like artisanal soaps as the, as the cover for selling it to the to the neighborhood ladies and stuff. Yes, I mean, I love it. I wish we were. I'm a little sad that we're not getting as much of Felix. Yeah, but you know, and it's weird because I mean, Tatiana has to be like so relieved that she's not on screen, like. 99% of the minutes. Right. So with the brother clones, that kind of, you know, has to ease her workload some. But at the same time, like, I miss, I miss the sisters. Yeah. I sure. miss seeing them and seeing them together, you know, because they're pretty much all separated now. Exactly. And I don't know. I just... I worry so much for Helena that she's not going to survive. And, you know, besides Allison, she's my favorite. And I don't know. I just worry. Which I guess is a good sign because I love the show so much that I'm worried about all these characters. <laughs> the, the question is, how many more times can Sarah get a gun pointed at her head? By... Uh, so many times. <laughs> I mean, it happened multiple times just in this episode. Exactly. I don't know. I... <laughs> Yeah, no, I I get. I mean, I I sort I get what the you know sort of the goal of the season seems to be, and and you know kind of what's going on. But yeah, this did feel a little fillery, uh, even though they were doing a lot of digging. Um, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> but there was I think, I think the the introduction of that their siblings is is interesting. It I guess it could have felt bigger. You know, it it seemed like. Uh, Kasima felt like it was really big, but there was like so many other things happening that it didn't, it didn't really work. And it also seemed like something that, I don't know, I guess wouldn't have been out there, uh, since these, both these pro projects went separately. Right. And anybody that from the original stuff never really, you know, knew any, you know, knew anything of, 
and that's why they're searching for where the you know the original stuff to try and fix defects. So, but it, it did kind of seem like wouldn't somebody, wouldn't somebody have known this already? Right? Why is this <laughs> kind a big of, surprise? kind of thing? But but I don't know. It, it would make for I, I'm interested to see what the like once mother finds out if that's the case, the actual case, what she might think of uh, like did they never do that? <laughs> you know, since they've had. Uh, since they've had Helena there now, you would think that they've been run- they would have been running a whole bunch of tests and of what's going on. You know, I feel like they're just trying to break her emotionally. But they've taken all kind of blood tests and stuff like that. You would think that they might have ran some tests and maybe came up with the same thing that Cosima did. Uh, maybe I don't know. There's there was a I don't know. There was a lot of weird stuff going on in this. Uh... Any thoughts on the miscarriage? That I I don't know. I don't really know what, I mean, I feel bad for Gracie, but it's like. I thought that maybe we were going to be getting rid of the Prometheans. Yeah. But they still seem to be. And what's up with the blind guy? And how creepy he was. He was super creepy. And like, it's weird that he totally sensed. You could tell that he sensed that she was going to have a miscarriage very shortly before she did. Because did you see how he reacted? When they were like, she's pregnant, and he put his hand on her stomach, and then she wasn't. Like, you could tell he knew she wasn't. And then she went and, like, really did miscarry in her room. Right. So that was a whole creepy thing. I don't know. It's just, the Prolethians were so creepy. I don't know. And it's weird that he was the lab assistant for... Yeah. And how did that not come up before? Who didn't know that? Like, the... There's so many things that it's like, if somebody had just talked to someone else, <laughs> like, we wouldn't be in this situation. Well, I think that's right. the thing is there was the original thing and there were people that knew about that. But that, but then when the plot project split, like they said, you know, the Lita project people thought that the Castor project, they just took the Lita project and they thought the other side would just, you know, withered on the vine and died and that there right. was nothing happening. And the others took that project and had been working on it in the military uh, and they didn't really, they may have known that the other one existed, but. Well, Hot Paul knew. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, knew saying, I'm saying at the beginning, you know, like way back in the beginning, they may not have known, you know, they may have found out later on or they may have known all along uh, about the other uh, because obviously they've put, you know, he was double agenting and stuff like that. Uh, I just said it so I could say Hot Paul. Yeah. I love Hot Paul. <laughs> but they have, uh, you know, there's. There's there's just a, a there's a lot of stuff going on, but yeah, like you said, the there's been a lot of more like sisters on the phone, uh, type of thing, and I, I'm I'm waiting to see like once we get uh, some of them back together, what can happen. Yeah, I just don't want them to be apart for too long. Well, one thing that is going to happen this season, um, semi spoiler alert. That's not really a spoiler alert, but um, John Fawcett. Uh, uh, said that we will be meeting at least one of the Lita clones' parents. Hmm. And I'm hoping it's Allison's because I think it would be totally awesome to meet Allison's parents. <laughs> the parents that raised that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that child. Yeah. And, and at this point, I'm thinking it most likely would be her because, you know, her high school boyfriend showed up. So, yeah. I mean, it would kind of make sense for her parents to show up. But, um, and Helena doesn't really have parents since she was raised by the crazy cult guy. 
Um, but I'm kind of looking forward to that. So there's something good coming. Tom Brady has been suspended without pay for the first four games of the 2015 schedule. Interesting. Anyway, that just came across my phone. Um, <clears throat> I'm happy it's renewed for season four. I've heard John Fawcett say that they are hap- they, they like the idea of going only five seasons. So yes. <clears throat> I like the idea that they're going to work for that and they're going to like have an ending because I don't want them to overwrite themselves or to write too much. And I agree. I don't know. Kill the, you know, like it's confusing enough already. We don't need to keep going for another eight years where they don't clear anything up. <laughs> Cause all of a sudden they have dog clones and cat exactly. Clones and... <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. So orphan black, we're excited to see what comes next. That's that. Next up, The Good Wife, Season 6, Episode 22, Want a Partner, Season Finale. Let me read you my tweet about this. Hang on. I have to go to Twitter for a moment. So I want to read my tweet exactly. It goes a little something like this. I gotta find it. Sorry. I think The Good Wife is still my favorite show, but also on thin ice with me. It's a very fine line. A couple things. They totally did not shoot that scene together. Maybe I'm just a conspiracy theorist, but it just looked a little bit like they were just looking past each other. This is Kalinda and Alicia. Looking past each other a little bit too much. Sure, they did do cheers, but they weren't in screen together when they were doing it. Neither of them the, in the, the bar line. scene at the end? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Like, neither of them paying... crossed the, the middle line. Their arms never crossed each other's plane. It just felt... It did. It did. When they had the camera straight at, and you could see them both in frame, you're like, oh, they're on camera together. But then a lot of it was shot in, like, how they used to do <laughs> twins, you know, before before what we've seen, you know, recently... Uh, yeah, you know, with Orphan Before, Black. <laughs> Juliana Margulies said, I don't want to work with her anymore, so don't let her work with me. No, but I mean, the, is what? so much of that, so much is of that, that years. so much of that scene was shot from over the shoulder of somebody in sort of a blurry way that it was, you couldn't really tell who, who's back. That could have been anybody's back of a head. Right. I well, have to totally Alicia go watch that, that again. Thing. And because th- there, there was so much of the conversation that took place with the camera just on one of them. Yeah. That that's what made it feel like if they would have just had that shot over the bar and that whole conversation would have taken place, then it would have, you know, it would have had the attempt at the closure that they wanted to have type of thing. Right. But to me, yeah, it does feel sort of cons- conspiracy. Like that it may not have, that there may have been somebody uh, you know, there may have been a few stand-ins in that scene and uh, a few times where where they just put the two scenes together <laughs> and, and, you know, line people up uh, to, to make know, it, it look just... like they were both there. I don't know. It was very, it was very strange. There's a lot about The Good Wife I haven't liked over the years. And I have to say, I think I'm probably liking it more now than I did, I have in the past. But... I'm sorry, Alicia and Finn, they got a kiss. Come on. Oh, my God. What they is up to. with that? Oh, my God. When they were at the bar, and he's like, if I don't leave, this you know, this won't be good. He was the hottest I've ever seen him in that scene. 
and she's just openly flirting with him. Nothing's happening. I'm like, come on. And does this I mean, mean he, like, he's not off the show, right? Like, I've read the Kings are like, no, he's a regular because he's like, I have to leave. Are they done? I hope not. Well, I, yeah, I think that they, at the, at the, well, at least at this time, that it was just that they were done as, you know, working together because. Because they want to bang. That's what it is. Yeah, that's, oh my God. <laughs> I never, like, I liked her and Will. You know, I thought that he was better for her than um, her husband. Oh, but I've sure. never found her to be better suited with anybody than she is with Finn. And I wonder if it's because we've actually gotten to see, because we didn't see the genesis of her relationship with Will or Peter. They existed. So we didn't get to see her meet someone. Well, besides Johnny, who I also really liked and was surprised how much I was like, oh, yeah, rooting for them. But we didn't get to see her meet and really form a relationship with anybody. And to me, Finn is just wonderful. wonderful. Maybe it's because we just want to date Finn. I mean, exactly. I mean, come on. I do want him and I want her and Peter to break up. Oh, yes, definitely. I wanted I, her I wonder if to this, leave him for years. I wonder if this relation, this um, him running for president, because you know he's still going to do it. Even though she says, I don't want you to do it, like, that's a test. He's clearly testing to see if she will actually say it, but he's still going to do it. Well, and I think that's going to be the catalyst to be like, well, you asked me, I don't want you to do it. Let's, we're done. Because the kids, like, Grace nailed it on the head. Are you guys still going to pretend you're married? And Peter was like, we're not pretending. And, and Alicia was like, yes, we're going to have to pretend. Like, like she knows she can't sugarcoat it to the kids anymore. Yeah, it's like they're old enough. They, they know. That. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, it's just, I don't like all the back and forth and new. She left the old group to form her new people. And now that's a big law firm again. And she's all by herself. I am glad that she and Carrie stayed friendly through the whole thing. I am glad that she and Diane seemed to be okay, even though it was like an awkward thing. But And I was kind of thinking when Susan Meisner's character, that's who it is, right? When her character, uh, Lou, what's his name? Canning's wife. Yeah. I thought maybe they would write it in a way that, okay, well, what if Alicia and Finn take on this paralegal and they kind of have something? But no, I, I just... I was expecting better than Canning just showing up and being like, want a partner? Like, it just didn't... I'm kind of done with Michael J. Fox. I love him, but I'm kind of done with Michael J. Fox on the show. Yeah, I've never... I mean, in very small doses, I don't mind his character. I don't like how much he's infiltrated the show Yeah, at this point. Yeah, I'd, at this point, I would hope that... Uh, I would want her to say no... And I'd want her to hire the really young lawyer that she helped in the previous one and Canning's wife as yeah. <laughs> like their paralegal to start like a new uh, to start like a new like firm to try and help people out or whatever. Right. Uh, the, that that would be with Finn. Lots and lots of Finn. And well, where they all would, the time where they would have to, uh, you know, they could change it to the good Finn. Yeah. Where they would have to keep going <laughs> to to help, you know, with getting help from Finn because of his experience in the, you know, in the, the, the prosecutor's office and, uh, and, and stuff like that. Uh, the thing I find interesting about it is they've made that one, uh, what's the, the one like main prosecutor that keeps showing up in a lot of these things. 
they've Matan. Yeah, or... they've made him into like he's just evil. Like, <laughs> no, he's always been evil. Yeah. that's not anything new. But it, but it just seems to get like worse and worse. Like he he seems to care like nothing about anything other than winning whatever thing he's trying to win. No matter. Well, they kind of do that with Geneva too, but I think Geneva has a little bit more of a conscious conscience yeah. a yeah, little like, bit. Like no matter how wrong, uh, they, you know they. They they know they are. They still try and and, and fight for some so of these things. So who is the state's attorney now? Is it that's that's David Hyde Pierce? We talked know. about this last week. We still don't know. Do we think it's David Hyde Pierce? Is his character? Yeah, I I mean, it has to be right. Well, I mean, I think it's I've, still it's still the other guy. He's still they have the transition hasn't taken place yet. Oh, yeah, true. no, but there wasn't a. But it just seems like there was an election, and then she won. She was going to be taking over, but then she resigns. You know what does that? I don't know what that means for. Uh, it doesn't it. It doesn't seem like the loser of a race would all of a sudden just be defaulted into the job. But it also doesn't seem like the guy that had the job would get to keep well, it. Well, I think that he, because he didn't run. Castro didn't run. Yeah. So, but I think, does that mean his term is up? I don't know if there's terms for that. Well, yeah, that's why they were running for, you know, to elect somebody yeah, new. Yeah, his term is up. And so, so maybe he can't he would, stay in office. Well, I guess on, you know, they could keep him in on an interim basis while it seems that it sounds like something that you would have to have like a special election. Well, it depends what the recount, if they did the the recount, which it sounded like they weren't going to do. Well, that's why she like, ended up resigning. They wanted her to resign and stuff is, is so that see, there would be a recount. if she resigned, if, if she, well, she couldn't resign until she takes the post. So if she took the post well, I guess and she actually then withdrew, resigned, withdraws her name or whatever. It, yeah. So if she took her name out of the hat, then that's a different situation. There'd be a new election. But right. if she took the post and then resigned, most likely someone would be appointed to the position until the next election cycle. Yeah, I don't right. know. I I I was just hoping that maybe David Hyde Pierce would show up because that would be an interesting continuation of their philosophies of going up against. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but a different philosophy than, you know, a better philosophy than the one that's running it now, but right. still different. Than uh, what Felicia. Uh, I just want to know when Peter's going to jail again because um, it's almost a requirement that if you're a governor of Illinois, you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least if, once per ter- once per term, like <laughs> per term served. Exactly. You, you got to go. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. the. Isn't that the next? Uh, the it, what like Chicago Gov? That'll be. The, one of the next uh, spinoffs of the Chicago. Yeah, right. Because, Chica- I mean, they really can't do Chicago law because we already have the good wife, right? So <laughs> Chicago law, what else could there be? There's well, I really so like the idea of Chicago DMV, but, you know. I'd probably watch it because I think they handle their crossovers very well. Every time, every, all the all the all the. It cops. would make total sense when somebody's brother worked at the DMV and just casually in like a PD episode. It would make sense. <sighs> when they have to go renew their licenses and exactly and then someone gets shot revenge season four episode 23 two graves series finale i'll say this i am very happy that jack and amanda ended up together <laughs> they they gave you the happy ending but they sure had a weird Woo-hoo! they sure had a yes. weird uh like 
it came to a conclusion. Two people are laying bleeding on the floor. And then they jump ahead and it's like, oh, people, one died, one survived. And here's the happy ending. It felt really strange. Uh, that last, but I mean, that last like 10 minutes of the episode. They had to do that, though. It I feel sense. like people would riot in the street. The 18 people still watching Revenge would riot in the streets. Yeah, no, but it almost felt end. like it almost felt like instead of riding towards a conclusion that they were riding towards that. the Like the end of the season would be them both laying there bleeding. That would have been the end of season four. And then this had like a, a this in coda uh, that they you know that they they ch- they chop something else out of the episode to give you the all this close off stuff to to end the to end the series. I think it it did a good job of of you know ending things. Although it left you with the weird whose heart does she actually have? Is she just having a dream? Did that actually happen? Right. Uh, There's no of- way that actually happened because I can say for two reasons. That and that it was just a nightmare is because her Charlotte was with her at her father's grave and Charlotte was at the wedding. So there's no way that the real Charlotte would have felt like, like mean that way. Yeah. That the one that the Charlotte we saw that it gone to rehab and seemed to have righted herself would all right. of a sudden have Now, if they would have just been like, oh, yeah, I want to save my sister's life by giving her my mom's heart, that would have been one thing. But because the dream was kind of with Charlotte being a little nasty about it. And and it was shot like really dark. And that led me to believe that it was entirely a nightmare. Yeah, And then they, you know, they instantly had her wake up and say something about that. She had a dream again or whatever. Right. I love that Louise turned on Victoria, though. Yeah, that she finally saw that that uh, you know uh, Victoria wasn't all she was uh, cracked up to be. Yeah, I mean, to me, that like was a character redeeming moment for Louise. Well, yeah, because once she gets there, she finds out not just that she's still alive, but that Margot and her are basically responsible for the death of the cop and for now Jack being hurt. And right, uh, these are all people that. Uh, you know, hadn't really given her any problems or, uh, right. and, and so, yeah, you could see that, uh, you know, her sort of coming around and, and realizing how, uh, how crazy Victoria really was. She really was. She was nuts. The one thing I did not care for in the episode was that Victoria grabbed the gun after she was like, clearly should have been unconscious and shot Amanda well, or yeah, Emily. and was she... That, but, to me, felt a little contrived, but... But was she holding the gun behind her back or something? Or did she have the gun? Like... I thought it was the gun that David put down. No, it was the her little gun that they showed earlier that she had in her bag. Oh, okay. I, I At least I thought it was that it was, that it was uh, you know, her Either way, gun. she was, like, laying there, like, bleeding to death. And somehow pulls this gun out and shoots her. That felt a little bit. And again, people on TV shows, if you're going to shoot somebody, once they fall, then shoot them again. (laughs) Make sure they're dead. Yeah, that's like a classic TV trope. (laughs) 
though I'm just glad the show is done. Yeah, I think it sort of had righted itself a little bit this season. It had gone back to more of the original problems or whatever, you know, the ori- the, the revenging. Uh, what did you think of the the sort of potential spin-offery ending? I would of, totally watch that with Nolan. <laughs> of, of Nolan helping the, the, the less fortunate. I would totally watch that series. Yeah, I would too. Just because I really like Gabriel Mann. Yes. Especially if he hooks back up with that social worker. <laughs> I liked them together. I did too. It was nice to see like Nolan finally find someone that was like good and honest and not revengey. Well, apparently, what was the show? The Kingmakers was supposed to be like a compare comparison companion show to revenge in a way. Did you oh, hear really? That? But then ABC didn't pick it up. Oh. Yeah, apparently so. it was supposed to at least. Uh... I guess there was some thought that it would take place in the same world as Revenge and that that yeah. you know that down the line that there was possibilities of characters from Revenge showing up as their character, you know, not just the actors but showing up actually as their characters uh, on the show and uh I don't know, that could have been uh, I guess that could have been interesting or whatever, but uh overall I thought they did a pretty good job of of sort of, you know, leaving the series in a Obviously not an overly happy spot, you know. Uh, she still ended up losing her father. and But on her own terms this time, yeah. sort of. Like, at least they had that reunion that yeah. he was still alive and he died a second time, but, you know. And, you know, she kind of, you know, it looked like had finally gotten, you know, some sort of a little bit of a relationship with her sister and got married and sailed off literally into the sunset. Right. <laughs> and uh... So I'm happy it's over and I don't have to... Is another one of those shows where they did you a favor? <laughs> yeah, because it's one of those shows where I would have kept on my DVR and I would have watched so, it. No, so what we're all not... saying is that we're all very much Sheldon, and if we start watching a show, not, we're on no, board for the until the end. I'm not totally like that because I don't watch Bones anymore. I don't watch Castle anymore. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy anymore. Like there's shows I definitely let too. go. I uh, actually stopped watching Revenge. When it came back in January, I didn't watch it. I gave up that and Once Upon a Time. But then when I saw the commercial that Emily was going to reveal herself as Amanda, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is the last season. So I'm going to catch up so that I can just finish it out. Yeah, and I had gotten a little bit behind. I ended up watching, uh, well, with with the series finale, the last six over the weekend. So, Wow. I watched the series finale. It was a nice, uh, it was a nice cleanup of the D, uh, a little little DVR cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my DVRs are like ninety two percent. I'm going to New Orleans this weekend, so hopefully it doesn't get overwhelmed. That's prime time. It's time to talk a little reality. Uh, the Amazing Race. I mean, I've said it. I'm not going to keep saying it. I can't stand Haley, and Blair deserves to win without Haley. Um, one of our listeners, Bernice, she said to me on Twitter, she's like, I wish that there was some kind of choice. Like he could choose a different partner so that he could win. Like midway through the season, I wish he could have chosen to replace her because it was a blind date thing, but that didn't happen. And I, at this point, as long as they don't win. And then I guess I don't really want Mike and Rochelle to win either because they just kind of have stumbled in everything. 
and like haven't really run a really good race. But from what I'm re- reading, they're like, well, the edit for those two is totally that they're going to win. And I'm like, ugh, that would make me mad. So I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll find out this week. And then on Survivor, I am still totally into it. And I still want Mike to win. And because he's all by himself out there, everybody hates him. But everybody currently on the jury would vote for him in a heartbeat. So he has six votes right now on the jury. He only needs like four votes to win. So I want him to make it to the end so that he can do that. Uh, so that's my, I just, that's it for reality this week. I am excited though, that food network star is coming back once again, a show that I watch all of the competition series, but I never seem to watch the show of the winner. <laughs> never watch the winner show. I just never do. I never watched the Design Star winner. I never watched the Food Network Star winner. I think the main thing that happens with the Food Network Star winner is the winner show, if it even makes it past whatever the you know the initial run of doing a se- you know a one season, yeah, is that they're afternoon shows. Are they? Maybe that's why I don't a, know. A lot of they times are. they don't end up being, uh, you know, prime time shows like. You know, like a guy like Guy Fieri's on in prime time, but not with the show that was originally created out, you know, Guy's Big Bite was a show that was, you know, on at, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. I need him to be gone. And, uh, you know, so a lot of the other, a lot of the other ones that are still on or around. And then some people don't even get shows like that. Justin guy, I think he got a blog, like he won a season, but he got like a blog. (laughs) He doesn't even have a show. (laughs) I don't even think he has like a web series. I think he just has a blog, which... Why put yourself through it? You could have just started it yourself. <laughs> could have just done that yourself. Called it whatever you wanted. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I think that's the main thing of why I haven't really ever. I haven't watched all of the Next Food Network stars, but I watched a lot of them. But uh, other than maybe watching a first episode or something, yeah, I haven't watched many of them because. And I think the main thing is is that I mostly watch prime time stuff and. So new episodes of cooking shows in the middle of the afternoon. Or... Oh, I'll watch MasterChef. That starts next week. I'm excited about that. Um, okay. TV recommendations. I, once again, failed to come up with one. But Jason and Carla have some. <laughs> Amory recommends nothing. She I watches recommend... a lot, but recommends nothing. It's true. <laughs> I recommend giving up on Bones or Castle. Don't do it to yourself anymore. Uh, yes. Uh, well, mine is... Uh, I'm going to recommend Wayward Pines. It premieres uh, this week on May 14th, which uh, should be the the day after the first day you could possibly listen to this. Be listening to this, and I, I don't know. I I really I I really liked it. It's 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 certainly weird. I've watched the first five uh, of the ten, and it certainly goes places that, uh, based on where it starts, would not have expected because I have no. I have no knowledge of the novel or whatever that it's based on and, you know, or how close or if any, how close they followed that. So I have no knowledge and had no knowledge of where this was going or anything. And, but it does have that sort of that small townish twin peaksy weird feel to what's going on. But if you like that type of weird mystery show with an absolutely fantastic cast, the cast of this is, there's so many, so many people in this show from you know Matt Dillon, and uh, and just so many other people that 
are sort of the side characters, but are very you know very recognizable faces mm-hmm. uh, in this. And so that's my recommendation, which uh, I think Carla was going to second. I do second that. I've only seen the first two episodes, and I did some interviews with M. Night F. Shyamalan. Yeah, I know we're going to say it right. And Matt He's Dillon. area. At um, C2E2, and so they made me even more excited for it. One thing that I'll add is that he said that the show changes genre hmm. throughout the first season. It does. Which, is, which <laughs> I thought was quite intriguing. So I love the first two episodes. I love the shocking end of the second episode, which may or not may not be what you think it is. So, yeah, I would definitely second Wayward Pines. It kind of, it's almost, I mean, this thing was at Comic-Con and had already finished filming, so it's been done for a really long time. Yeah. But I think it's a good summer series. It kind of reminds me of, like, Persons Unknown. I love that show. God, I love that show. I did, too. I was sad it didn't get a second season. Or, um, oh, what's that one that Chris Christopher Gorman was on? Oh, Island. Island, yeah. So I kind of feel like it's kind of probably even better than those, but it's kind of has that event feel, suspense, thriller oh. thing. I mean, I plan to watch it. I just haven't yet. Yeah. I would say that over just the course of the first five episodes that you get some of that genre change. <laughs> that's hmm. that's that's the interesting thing about it. I mean, it. Uh, the the opening shot of it is basically like the opening shot of Lost, uh, and then you know it kind of goes into having this Twin Peaks feel, and then it goes other places that I won't say because <laughs> that's uh, any more you know because saying what I said is basically what you get from the commercials, right? Uh, and any more is uh, would be too spoilery, but but yeah, that's uh, it's definitely definitely interesting, and I like. <laughs> I, I really like the Melissa Leo's <laughs> nurse. Yes. She gets she gets all these great lines and it, and it's such a bizarre in certain situations you're like, "Oh my god, would a nurse say that?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like huh. what's going on here? <laughs> like uh but yeah, it's uh it's def- definitely interesting. I'm definitely on board to I'll watch the I'll definitely watch the the other 5 once they once they hit the air. Cool. I will check it out. You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about, as well as where you can find Carla online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 274. Next week will be Jason and Ray and Kyle. And the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And I want to point out, I think it's Jason has finally written Jason with Ray and Kyle, <laughs> not Kyle from noreruns.net. Like, we know oh. where Kyle's from, but he's just Kyle. It's just Kyle. Yeah. Just well, Kyle, it's yeah. been, it's a, uh, uh, well, the, this last few weeks of, uh, of stuff has been interesting trying to schedule guests uh, and reschedule people. And then, like, Kurt was supposed to be on next week. But then when I, send him an email about what shows to talk about. He hasn't really been watching TV recently. So, so he wasn't caught up on a lot of the, a lot of the shows and wasn't going to be their finales next week. Yeah. So, and since I'm, we're trying to talk about as many season finales throughout the, the last few weeks, uh, you know, through, well, 
all the May podcasts pretty much. Yeah. It made it a little difficult if he like, wasn't going to have seen any. So tried a few other people, but ended up uh, bringing Kyle back on to, since he was watching all, in the grand scheme of things that he's watching, he's watching all the things that Ray is watching. Right. So it oh, made good. It... <laughs> which, which, if you can find someone who's watching everything Ray's watching, which is like two shows, then you're good to go. Yeah, so pretty much we're going to be talking uh, like, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Jane the Virgin and Brooklyn Nine-Nine nice. uh, and Arrow and Blacklist season finales and then also talking some iZombie. Okay, I have to complain. WGN in Chicago is preempting about all this. Arrow finale. What? But not, and uh, they're not airing it, you said, for what, like a couple days even? Till Sunday. Oh. That's so dumb. What is up with that? And was it getting is it getting preempted because of baseball because or something? Of, because of baseball. Huh. Darn Cubs. I just Darn Cubs. Yeah. Is it the but Cubs? At least or the, White Sox? the same night, you know? Exactly. Like, cause even if it's like, we'll we'll push it, we'll preempt it, the game will play, and then it airs at like one, you'll have it on your DVR the next day. It's <clears> not <throat> even like one, it would be like ten. And so you can even stay up for that. Ugh. Yeah, it's very upsetting. I would be the same. Uh, I got to go feed my dog. It's 8-11. I, I got to go feed myself. All right, gang. Talk to y'all later. Thanks for having me. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of beers.